Welcome to today's episode of Empowered, a perfectionist guide to imperfection, hosted by me, Miranda Lee. It's time to take back control of our lives, and it's time to write our own story. Remember, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back. So happy to have you here. Before we get started with today's amazing guest, Stephanie Gass, I just want to remind you that signups are still open for August 2nd, which is when my group coaching starts. So if you're wondering if this program is for you, ask yourself these questions and see if this applies to you at all. Are you tired of yo-yo dieting? Would you rather actually learn how to live a healthier lifestyle instead of just following a strict meal plan and rules? Do you want to reach your goals while still eating the food you love? And do you want to become more confident in your body and you don't want to be held captive to obsessive dieting and exercise anymore? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, then this program is for you. It is an eight-week group coaching program where you will meet with me once a week, every week for eight for eight weeks. And If you aren't able to make it to every week, that's fine. You'll get a video recording of the Zoom call and you'll get weekly handouts and you'll get so much more. And I promise you, you will come out of this program as a new person and you'll have such a new view on exercise, nutrition, and how you view your body. So if you want to sign up for this, It is only $200 for eight weeks. You are getting an $845 program for only $200. So that's over 75% off. I'm doing this because I want to be able to help as many people as I can. And I know that money can be tough. So this program is only $200. I do have limited amount of spaces in this program because I want to give everyone the amount of attention, attention that they deserve. So... The link is in the show notes and in my Instagram bio if you want to sign up. All right, so let's get this podcast episode started. Today I interview Stephanie Gass, who is the host of a top 25 ranked podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, and it is called The Stephanie Gass Show. Stephanie helps women uncover their God-led callings, create kingdom businesses, launch podcasts, and monetize using courses and coaching. We talk about how to make God the center of our career, the negative stigma around wanting to make a lot of money, and how to truly find clarity around our calling. All right, let's get this episode started. I'm so excited for you guys to listen. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. I'm so excited to be here. It is just so awesome to have you. You know, you have one of the top Christian entrepreneurial podcasts, such an amazing podcast. So it's just just such an honor to to just have you on mine. So thank you again. Yeah, I'm so excited. Let's dig in. So for those who do not know you, who are you and what do you do? Yeah. So I am a daughter of the King. First and foremost, I am a wife. I am a mom, a boy mom specifically. And I'm also a huge advocate of PJs all day. So I, I have self coined the movement PJs all day movement, because I love that women can now build businesses from home, which brings me to what I do, which is I help women really get clarity on what their calling is so that they can actually turn it into a profitable online business. 
And the way that I help them do that is once they have that clarity on what God created them to do, we set out to create a podcast, which is how we scale and grow an audience. And then we monetize the podcast with either preferably um, a course, or it can be coaching or program offer. That's what I do. It's so crazy. And it feels super surreal to be able to do something that's aligned with what God's gifted you with, you know? Um, so that's what I do. What else? I'm all, you will always find me with a LaCroix in my hand or a coffee. Fun fact. I love that. Yeah. Same here. I love me some coffee and my parents are always drinking LaCroix. Um, so what, what is your story? Cause I know in your podcast, you've talked about like in 2016, you had a big identity crisis. So like, what's your story and how did you get to where you are today? Yes. So there's so much in that question. That is a, such a loaded question, Miranda, <laughs> but let me try to give you guys the cliff notes. So went to college for finance and accounting, climbed the corporate ladder. I've always been a go-getter, very, very career driven. And so what's funny is, you know, what God creates for good, the enemy also uses and tries to distract mm -hmm. you and still kill and destroy. And he did exactly that. He created all of these distractions for me when it came to work, where I became a true full-fledged workaholic at a very young age and work equaled love, right? In my mind, it was like, oh, achievement. I have to achieve. I have to do, I have to create, I have to be successful. So that was like everything that I was focused on from 20 all the way through 30. So I did it, you know, I climbed the corporate ladder, had all that success. Then I went on to become an entrepreneur, started network marketing. Um, when I was around 25, I climbed the, that as well. I hit the top 1% in that company. So I had the money and the recognition and the trips and all the things all the while I had gotten married and having our first little while still being a workaholic, all of that is a huge recipe for a breakdown. Um, so in 2015, I had my best year ever, right? I walked the stages. I had a, I had a, what was it? It was a $60,000 bonus check in my hand as I walked the stage in front of 20,000 people. And on the inside, I was totally breaking down because I was working 24 seven. I knew that this success had become an idol for me, but I didn't know how to break it. It felt like an addiction, that success. And so everything was second to my business. And I knew this, but I wasn't actively trying to change that. And so what's so good about God, you know, when I was a Christian, you know, check the Christian box at the time, but I didn't have a relationship with God. I wasn't actively seeking him in my business. And what's so wonderful is like, he's such a gentleman and he was over there waiting for me to like come to my senses and wake up that this was not the life that he had designed for me. So in 2016, I had the craziest breakdown. My business crumbled for a multitude of reasons. Um, I had had our second child. So I was 60 pounds overweight. I was having full-fledged anxiety attacks to the point of like just being debilitating. And I now had no success left. There was no money left in the bank accounts. We had to sell my husband's Harley to pay the bills and borrow money from my first son's savings account just to cover the bills. And so that was this moment for me, Miranda, where I looked in the mirror at myself and I said, why were you doing all of that? You know, you, you let everything else take precedent and it's gone. Like, what was it for? And there was nothing left but me. And it was the first time, like when you finally allow yourself to just see you without what you've done, without your achievement, and you just see yourself, it's this pivotal moment of like, can I be loved for just who I am and not what I do? And so that was a huge identity crisis because I had been my work up until that point. 
So what I did is I turned to God because there was literally nothing, nowhere else for me to turn. And I just fully surrendered to him over the course of a year. Cause you know, you're like, oh yeah, cool. I'll surrender. You make the decision, but actively doing it over and over again to break who you used to be into becoming who he's called you to be is like such an evolution. So it was about a year long process of finding who he was calling me to be and like laying business down and picking up my cross, you know, and be like, who am I going to be for Christ instead? And through that year, got my health back in order, started focusing on what matters, being a wife, being a mom, my health, uh, God, getting in into the word again, and like really seeking that deep relationship with him. And when we do that, and when we're obedient and we lay down the idols of our lives, he will transform us and he'll transform our lives. So in 2017, I had a revelation to start this business that I'm doing now and started with live videos. So it was kind of this like slow crawl back into business. Cause I was afraid of success. I was afraid of what that would do if it, Oh man, you know, am I going to get lost in that again? So I started with lives. It was fine. Started coaching just a few women. What I knew was how to build, do marketing online. That's where I started. And then God kept okay, this way, this way. He just kept like moving me along the path. And then in 2018, I had a dream and God spoke to me in the dream and said, start a podcast. And that was the birth of this business today. And he brought me the women. He brought me the verbiage. They asked for what they wanted. So I created it. And like, it was truly his hand on this business. And I did it with boundaries and intention and I'm super purposeful in how I built this business. And now I'm able to have this insanely successful business where I can do good for his kingdom in 26 hour work weeks, which feels crazy. So long story short, that's how I got to where I am. Wow. That's so amazing. And I feel like your story is really relatable. I mean, the first half, I feel like a lot of people need help with, you know, finding themselves and, you know, just really giving themselves over to God, because like you said, you still identified as a Christian, you check that Christian box. And I think that's something a lot of people struggle with. They say that they're a Christian, but they don't make God the center of their career. So how can we make God the center of our career? Even if it's not like an obvious, like Christian job, you know, cause a lot of us do still work in corporate if they aren't starting their own business how can they make God the center of their career? Yeah, that's so good. You know, I guess the way that I would look at this is God has to be the center of everything. And I'm not just saying that because that's like a, a, something that sounds good to say. It's even so deep to the point of like, Lord, I'm trying to get healthy. I'm trying to choose the right plan for me. That's forever. That's healthy. That's going to keep me from disease. And it's going to keep my body like, Lord, show me, show me the answer there. Like I'm asking him for guidance on every question in my life down to the most minimal thing where you wouldn't associate God with that thing, right? Like, oh, I want to lose weight. Well, did you talk to God about that? Did you talk to him about what plan is right for you? What mentor is right for you? How you can do it? Because when we are, we have two, here's, here's how I want to lay this out. You have two pieces of who you are, right? You have your flesh, you have you, you have your brain, your ego, what you've been taught, what's been bred into you from the world's perspective and the world is broken. So everything we learn as children and as teenagers and even as adults and even from loving, good meaning parents, right? They've learned what society has put inside of them. And then the other side of us is our spirit. 
It's Holy Spirit. So when we surrender to God and we say, Holy Spirit, lead my life, right? Like Jesus, you are everything to me. Like I surrender to you, change me, be everything that I am. We can operate from that spirit place and we can make decisions partnered with God. Every single choice you can be in tandem, holding hands with Holy Spirit saying, help me make this decision. And so you have to a invite that in. So you have to have that conversation with God. And this gets really weird for anyone listening. That's like, Oh, I I'm a Christian. I'm, I'm a religion, but you've never had like a true out conversation with God as a friend. So I invite you. And let me give you an example. It'd be like, Lord God, I want Holy spirit to be partnered with me in every choice, every decision, every step I take, every word coming out of my mouth, every relationship, every client, every dollar, I want you partnered with me. Show me, help me lead me. Um, I don't know where to start. God, can you show me where to start? You know, I love you. Amen. Like opening the door because God is there waiting and his hands are open and his plans for your life are so much bigger and better and more fruitful than your plans. So it's the invitation. Number one, number two, it's the intention. So are you intentionally praying and asking for help and seeking his word before you make a decision? So there's the you, and then there's the you operating from the spirit place. So in the past, old Stephanie would go, I need to make whatever. I'll just pick a number, $10,000 a month. I'm going to set out to make that amount of money. And I would pick whatever, and I would sell whatever, and I would choose whatever option that I thought I could make money at. Instead of laying it at the feet of Jesus and being like, God, what is the amount of money that I should make that stewards your kingdom, that helps us operate in a, in a life of peace, you know, that allows me to tithe and to give and to be hopefully debt-free. What is that amount? Lord, that's up to you. And then how would you like me to get that money? How can I serve your kingdom while also making an income and having these conversations with God over and over again? And it feels awkward at first because you're sitting there and it's new to you. And you're like, great. Am I going to hear a big booming voice right now? Like what's going to happen? But what happens are these beautiful whispers, right? And it's like, he'll lead you to a verse. He'll lead you to a mentor. He'll lead you to a coach. He'll lead you to a book. He'll lead, he'll, he'll give you a dream. Like something will happen all of a sudden you're like, Oh, my answer, you know? And like, you've been waiting for this answer. Like, God, that was so cool. Like you actually are conversating with me in these amazing, unique ways. So it's second intentionally seeking him in every choice in your business. And then step three is consistently turning to him. Right? So what happens is we sought God. He gave you an answer. You started the thing or the business, or you did the thing in the business that you were asking about. And then because it worked, you forget about God. Oh, it worked. Let me go focus on this or, oh man, I'm making so much money. I'm, I'm going to go double down on that thing without consulting him again. So what I want you guys to think about is how do you put God as the CEO? You don't make a decision without running it past your CEO, right? You don't knock on their door, shoot them an email, have a little memo, have a set up a meeting with your CEO before you make any decision in that business. That's where God sits. So I want you intentionally, actively every day, and not just in your business, in your life to go knock on that CEO door and be like, God, I have a thing. I'm thinking about the thing, lay it at his feet. And I promise you the answer is there. Um, you know, Proverbs three, five says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. We don't, we are not equipped to make big CEO decisions, but he is. So don't lean on your own understanding or you will go astray because our understanding is, is faulted, right? 
we have been taught something that the enemy has a hand in. So we have to constantly, constantly filter it through what God wants for us. I love everything you said. And I think it's so true that a lot of us, we just think if we surrender ourselves to God once that we're good forever, but we need to remember that we have to, it's a choice that we have to make to surrender to God every single day. And like you said, in all aspects of our life, not just, you know, our business. And I think a lot of us struggle with, you know, our relationships too. Like you have to put God first in your relationship, whether it's, you know, a marriage, even a friendship, just so many different relationships, God has to be put first. And I know you, you talked a little bit about, you know, praying to God, how much money you should make. And how do you think you can like navigate making a lot of money? Cause I know there's a lot of negative stick stigma about wanting to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So like, how do you balance that? Like working for God and still wanting to, you know, make a lot of money and, and be successful. Yeah. That's such a great question. I'm so glad that you brought this up. Um, so in the Bible, you know, we read verses like money is the root of all evil and things of that nature. And it can be just as anything can be just as your cell phone is probably an idol. Everyone listening. When's the last time you didn't have it near you and it didn't give you anxiety to not know where it is, right? Just like your weight, your body can be an idol. Just like even your relationship or your kids can be an idol. Money can be an idol, right? Anything of this world, anything can become an idol. And that's what the Bible is warning us about. It's creating so much um, desire in your heart for something more than you desire God. That's the thing. So I don't care if it's money. I don't care if it's your business. For me, it was success, right? And before that, it was like attention, whatever it is. We all have them, but we just have to constantly ask ourselves in inventory, what is my, is my heart pure in this? That's the question. Every time, every day, every situation, is my heart pure in this? So when you look at my business, it is five times bigger than any amount of money I ever made in corporate. And I was super successful in corporate, right? But here's the beauty is I'm unattached to it because it's God's money. It's his money. He can do what he wants with it. If he knocked on my door and was like, give it all to this thing. I'm like, great. It's your money anyway. So like, I'm so unattached from a earthly perspective and my heart is pure in that money. And here's what's so cool is God knows me. He went before me and he goes before you. So he knew if I gave her all this money back in 2016, she's not ready for that because her heart isn't pure yet. She's looking at money as this means of worthiness. So it's going to easily become an idol for her. So if I remove the money and show her her worthiness without it, she'll be better able to steward the money. So I think you have to ask yourself, is my heart pure in this? Why do I want it? Do I want it for myself, for earthly desires? Do I want it to, you know, um, get all this plastic surgery and quit my job and become a bikini model? Well, maybe just evaluate, you know, like, did God give you that dream or is that a you dream? So it's evaluating why you want that money and knowing that if God planted a dream in your heart for, for that money to be used, that's okay. It's okay. I'm like, we're going to Disney world this year. I feel amazing about that decision. I'm so excited for that. Right. It's connecting with my family. It's showing my kids a wonderful time. I want to pay off all of our debt by early next year. 
That's a dream that I feel so great about. And God is equipping me to do that. I have a dream on my heart that I'm going to tithe really amazingly that we're going to take a mission trip next year. Like there's these things that he planted in my heart that take money. And I'm okay with that. And I feel really excited about that. And I think as, as Christians, we have to be okay with the position that if you've been called to business, if you've been called to be successful, that's on purpose. It's for a reason. You just have to be careful and mindful and constantly discern through what is that success going to be used for and be sure that you're partnering with God. Like we talked about, he's the CEO. Lord, I'm thinking of spending the money on this or Lord, I think I'm being called to make more income. What do you want me to do with that? What's the dream here? Why are you going to steward me with this much money? Because I promise you every single thing he does has a purpose behind it. So there's not, you don't have, I want to become an entrepreneur and be successful on your heart for nothing. It's there on purpose. You just have to ask God the why behind it. And then be intentional with, again, actively knocking on the door. Oh man, I made the money, right? I got the first $10,000 a month, God. What do you want me to do with this? And being super obedient when you get that clarity. And if you don't have clarity, you do nothing. That's the thing. The, the other piece I want to bring up here. There are times when I'm asking, I'm like, Lord, what do you want? Or I'm stuck on this thing. Or where do you want me? Like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm knocking. I'm praying. I'm asking. I'm journaling. I'm in the word and I'm not hearing. It just means wait. So don't force an answer. I promise you when God answers you, it is resoundingly clear and you will not sec have to second guess that question. So I hope that that answers it. Oh, it definitely does. And I feel like a lot of what you said, you know, has really, you know, spoke to me with starting my own business, but even your example of, you know, you made all this money before in the corporate world and you weren't ready. And now you're making five times as much and you are ready because you do have a, you, you do have a pure heart. And I think that's something that so many of us, you know, struggle with, but like you said, we have to find clarity first. So how can we find clarity around, you know, finding our calling? Yeah, that's such a great question. And I hear so often, I don't know what I've been created to do. I'm too multi-passionate. I have too many interests, or I think I know what it is, but I'm unqualified for that. I don't know how that would make me money or I'm too comfortable in this other thing. So part of the biggest part of my business is helping specifically women, but this can work for anyone helping you uncover what God created you to do because every single one of us are uniquely and wonderfully made. And each of us have a beautiful, unique calling that's different from anyone else. And so the first mistake is looking at everyone else going, what will make me money? That's the wrong question. The question is, what have I walked through? What are my experiences? And often what are the hard things I've gone through? What traumas have I been through? What breakdowns have I been through? Because that stuff, that hard stuff, God promises to use it for good. You just have to get over the vulnerabilities of actually talking about it and sharing it because quite often your calling work is hidden in what you've walked through in your life. Then you have to partner that with your skill set. So if you look at me from the age of five, I've already been speaking. I was already leading. I was already helping other. I was always a leader. So those little pieces that you were born with, they're part of your purpose. So you have to partner your purpose work. You have to partner your experiences and your trials and your tribulations with your skill sets. And then the final, there's so many pieces to the puzzle, but the final piece of the puzzle are your spiritual gifts. Like what did God bless you with? You know, do you have the gift of discernment? Do you have the gift of wisdom? Do you have the gift of teaching? Like what is your gift there? And you 
plug all of those pieces together to find one common denominator. Now, this is the hardest part, um, which is why I have a course literally that does this for you because so many people are staring at me with their mouth right op open right now. Like, what do you mean find one common denominator, you know? But if you don't know the one thing, how can you build a business around it? So that's what I do is I help people get there. And there's a formula that we go through to get there. But for those of you who are just starting, and I have a free workshop too. If you guys want to know about that, I can mention the link here, Miranda, if you're okay with that. Yeah, definitely. But, okay. So the workshop, if you guys are interested in that is at stephaniegass.com. Just click at the top. It says free workshop. Okay. Um, that workshop goes through exactly what I'm talking about. It's an hour and you're going to go through the actual clarity workshop with me. But in a nutshell, if you want to at least start this process, it's a lot of journaling over those four things I just talked about. And then it's looking for commonalities. So it's highlighting the things that mesh together and looking for one specific thing. So let me give you a visual. Okay. Let's say that Mary comes to me and she's like, Stephanie, oh my gosh, you know, I had an eating disorder, an eating disorder, couldn't get that stuff together. I'm so passionate about diet, being a dietitian now because I had an eating disorder, right? But she doesn't talk about the eating disorder because she thinks that she has to hide that because she's now a dietitian. So now she's a dietitian and nutritionist and she meets one-on-one -on -one with people all day long. And she's super tired of that. She's like, I want to scale. She has kids. She wants to somehow build some type of online business. She's passionate about fitness and wellness. And she's kind of a crunchy mom. She's married. She's a Christian. She loves Jesus. And she comes to me and is like, look at all of that. You know, she's like, Bleh. and maybe she has the gift of teaching. So she's like, blah, 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 blah. Look, I, I can't, there's nothing I can do with this. And she hands it all to me in a coaching call or in the course, right? At that moment, I'm like, it's super obviously clear to me exactly what you're calling is. And here's the thing. We have to start somewhere and know that clarity is an evolution because I can get you so far and then God's got to take you the rest of the way. So what I would probably tell her is like, look, let's start a podcast called like, I don't know, um, dietitian, the dietitian mama podcast or like dietetics for moms or something, or the nutrition, the mama nutritionist start this podcast. You start blessing people with the, your free knowledge. You're going to have to talk about your eating disorder because it's part of the journey. Right. And a lot of women have gone through 90% of women have dealt with something that has to do with that. Right. Body dysmorphia, or we all dabbled in diet pills or something. We've done something. That's the connector. That's the connector, right? That's where we connect with people. So she's going to talk about that. She's going to build this brand around that, around that. And then what I would tell her is instead of meeting with people one on one, let's create the course for the busy working mom around how to get started with a nutritional plan that fits in a really busy mom lifestyle, right? So whatever that course would be called, that's how we'd monetize the course. Now, this business model literally works for anyone. I don't care what your calling is. You can create a scalable business that helps people all across the world, builds a hugely organic um, audience, and then we monetize it in a passive way where you're helping people, blessing people with your thing, and you get to step back from your business and be with your kids be on a trip and still make money. Right. So, so there's one example of how that could work. What questions come up around, around that Miranda? Well, I mean, I think it's so funny because your exact example is like, so me, like I struggled with an eating disorder and now I'm the one who's trying to work with people one-on-one, -on -one, but I've been going like, you know what, I think I really need to start a course and it's something mm -hmm. I've, I've wanted to do. Um, I guess there you go. 
I, I, that's just crazy. I'm like, Hey God, you're doing that on purpose. That's fun. But I, th I think some questions that just pop up for me is, you know, I guess one of my biggest things that I just been, you know, doing it messy, mm -hmm. um, you know, and like you said, clarity is an evolution. And I absolutely love that, that you said that, but how can we just narrow down on our, on our niche? I yeah. think that's one of the hardest ones. It's so hard. And here's what I will tell you. There will never be an investment in yourself or your business that will not have an ROI period. Like, I don't care if you pick the worst course on planet earth, you will still grow in some capacity. Like, so at this point, you know, I've, I've invested thousands, maybe even tens of thousands of dollars into myself in learning in courses and programs and coaches and masterminds and events and education because it, it shortens, it shortens the journey to what God's trying to get you to. Cause we're the one in our way, you know, like if I'm Stephanie gas and I'm trying to look at the mess of Stephanie gas and I'm like, what's her business. And I'm like, eh. like, I don't have clarity on myself. I need someone else that's detached from me and all my inner thoughts and my inner fears and my limiting beliefs and my, my world, right. Cause our world is already framed, pre-framed for you. So you, oh, I'm not worthy of that. I'm not educated in that. I don't know what that I, I'm not qualified. You're all up in your feelings. And so how do we get clarity when we're the only one working on it? So what we have to do is even when we don't have the money, we have to invest in ourselves. And maybe it's a hundred dollar something that helps you. Maybe it's a book, a free book from the library. Maybe it's a coach or a mentor or a course or an event. Uh, maybe it's a mastermind, but we've got to stretch. I think that's what I'm saying here is like, how do you stretch out of scrappy and free and treat it like a real business? And I know that's triggering for a lot of people because they're over here like, I have $20, you know, like, how am I supposed to do this? Where there is a will, there's God's way. So let me say that again, where there is a will, there is God's way. If you start asking him, ask and he shall provide the answers, right? Um, when you say, Lord, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready for this. I'm ready to make this a business. I'm ready to get clarity on how to build this. Guys, fear is a liar. And fear is simply the manifestation of the things you've never done. That's why you're afraid of it. You've never done it. Go to someone who has who's already done it, that can take you by the hand and walk you through the steps. I promise you it's worth the money. It's worth the investment because you're actually going to do the work. And I promise that if you ask God, he'll show you the person. And not only that, I believe that he'll give you the provision too. I've seen it so many times. People will join my programs, Miranda. And they're like, I looked at your program. I was like, okay, cool. That's not for me. Three month, three weeks later, I was in because God handed me the money. He shoved me through the door. Like I couldn't not say yes, because he had aligned us together and he made a way. He made a way because I asked him about it. So that's my answer. I was literally tearing up during that answer because like that was, that's been one of my biggest struggles the past couple of weeks is deciding if I really should invest in myself, there's been, you know, courses about create how to create courses. And it's something mm -hmm. I want to do, but you know, it is expensive. And I think we'll always have an excuse for how we don't, you know, have, have the money, especially when it comes to tithing too. I mean, it's only 10% and people are just like, 
I don't have the money, but like you said, like we have to invest in ourselves, And like, that just really hit me because like I do, I have to invest in myself. And like you said, there's always going to be a return on investment. So I just want to say thank you for saying all that because I just feel like you're really speaking to me. And I hope that, you know, you're speaking to um, our listeners as well, because I think that's such a good one. And I know that's something that a lot of um, my potential clients struggle with is oh, I don't have the money right now to, you know, invest in health coaching with you. And it's like, this is an investment in yourself. Like, do you want to keep struggling with your relationship with food? Do you want to still, you know, be miserable having, like you said, your body being an idol and people just need to learn that there's never going to be a perfect time for anything. And they need to learn to invest in themselves and put themselves first after God, of course, but, you know, putting themselves first is something I think a lot of people have a hard time doing. Yeah. And I'll give you another visual of what you're talking about right now. You know, for 34 years, I'm 36 now I struggled with, you know, eating it's like binge diet here, do this, took Adderall to try to lose weight all through my twenties. Like I did all these horrible things to my body diet this, then binge eat, diet this, then binge eat, diet that, like all the things. And even still, even with God in my life, I kept trying to do it myself. So then I would buy the Bible studies around food freedom and like, you know, and there finally, and so finally, like, why didn't I think of this before? I surrendered it to God. It was, I was around 34. Oh my God, I'm so tired. I don't want to think about what I eat anymore. Like, can't I just want to eat in a way that will treat my body like a temple? Like, please help me where do I turn? What do I do? You know? And it was like resoundingly clear. He took a woman and he set her in front of me who knocked on my door and was like, hi, I need coaching from you. Can I coach with you? And we'll swap like literally the week I finally surrendered it, Miranda. And she taught me intuitive eating and freedom coaching. And it's been two years and I'm completely free from the bondage of food and dieting. And I love my body the way that it is. And it's like, wow. Like the second I asked him, the answer was there. And then, and then, you know, I loved it so much. Like I continued coaching and I kept paying for that investment because it was so life-changing. How can it, what is money for? Okay. Is money simply for things or is money to create transformation for God's kingdom, right? If we can use money for good, that would mean that you should probably start with making money work for you in your life so that you can operate at your highest capacity to serve the kingdom. That means your business. That means yourself. That means you are getting out of debt. That means you are giving and tithing. That should be one of the first things you start doing. Cause let me tell you what, instead of putting your money in a bank, when you put your money in God's bank, he has an incredible return on investment for you. It is massively larger than anything that you can comprehend And think about that dollar bill. You are simply shaving off 10 cents and investing it in the kingdom of God bank. I promise you that investment will not go unblessed. The favor that's in his bank will transform your life. So invest, give it away. It's his money anyway. And when we die, we die with nothing. It is you. Actually, it's not even you. It's your spirit, right? Like, so we're leaving this all behind anyway. How do we use this money to further his kingdom and make ourselves free from all the bondages of this world? Wow. I, I just absolutely love everything you said. I think we, we all needed to hear and I need to hear it too, because yeah, when we die, 
we're not going to have that money. We're not going to have this body. So the fact that we focus so much on, you know, how much money we have, or, you know, the body that we live in, yes, our body should be a temple and we should take care of it. So, you know, we can live our longest so we can fulfill, you know, our purpose and the, our calling that we have as, as Christians, but to make these things idols. And, you know, like you said, whether our body's an idol or money is an idol. And that's why surrendering ourselves to God every day is something we have to focus on because yeah, it's God's money. It's, it's not our own money. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing I think in the whole world is to let go, right. Is to like, Oh, but I have to do it. I have to control it. I have to, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Maybe because you didn't have it growing up or maybe because you still don't have it and you're gripping so tight to the money that you do have. The second you open your hands, God's hands will step in and catch you. And it's just the most beautiful. I, and I speak now from the position of getting through the pain of letting go and look at my life, look at my business, look at the bank accounts, look at the tithe amounts. It's insane. It, and, and it's because it's, but God, right? Like I couldn't make this business on my own. There's zero chance that I could have made this what it is and still be present and be able to breathe and delete social media every weekend, guys. Like that is something he did. So it begins with, even if you're afraid, pray for the desire to open your hands, right? Pray for the desire to tithe, pray for your husband's heart to be changed. Maybe that's what's going on, right? Like you want to, but he doesn't just pray. He's there with an answer. I promise you, God is just hanging out. He's so good. And he's already gone before you. He already knows you're going to ask and he's already prepared your answer. So it's beginning to ask and open up and treat him like your dearest friend, your closest counselor, your mentor, your father, your whoever that person is that you're like, I can trust you with any thought, any fear, anything holding me back from even the desires of wanting to do these things, open your mouth and he will start that transformation. Yeah. I think my biggest takeaway from, you know, this podcast episode with you is, you know, pray, rely on God and invest in yourself and just really put God first. So my last question for you is what would you say to newbie entrepreneurs who are just, you know, just starting out or they, or they want to start and they're not sure, like, what would your advice be? Yes. Come and take my workshop. Yes. <laughs> Stephaniegas.com. Click on free workshop at the top because that helps you get clarity. I, the number, the best thing you can do other than really praying and allowing God to lead you is partner the clarity that you do have with action. Okay. Um, there's no way I'd be where I am if I kept sitting back and waiting for some type of perfectly clear business plan to, to land in my lap. That never happened. I failed my way forward. I've created eight courses and now I have two that are incredible and the rest are retired because I had to try and test and experiment and do and go big. And I made my own website before I could invest in making one, you know, or having one made for me. I had my own scrappy, really awful graphics guys. And guess what? I still built a six figure business in the beginning off of everything that I created scrappy and raw. And it was totally fine. And then I would pray, God, what's the next level? He'd bring me the graphic designer. He'd bring me it like, so it's an evolution. Okay. Stop looking at the end result because let me tell you, you don't know the end result. Only God knows. What do you know? And what can you control today? That's it. So like, Lord, what do you want me to do in my business today? Take that step tomorrow. Wake up. Lord, what do you want me to do in my business today? 
do that one thing and just love the journey, you know, like the journey of being an entrepreneur, it can either be hard, stressful and frustrating, or you can find such joy in the learning process and know that you're being refined for something exceptional. And it's going to come sooner than you think if you just stay steadfast. And here's the last piece of advice. I say this to every client, every student, everyone that works with me, don't look up when you pick your thing, when you pick what you're going to do, whether it be like my model is we podcast and we create courses, or maybe yours is like, I'm going to YouTube and I'm going to have a cookbook. I don't know. What's your thing. Don't you dare look up at what everyone else is doing and get distracted and go try 27 different methods of marketing. You pick your one and you don't look up for two years, two years. That is everything. It's being consistent in a world where everyone is being shiny object all around you. Comparison, try this, try that new app, do this. Do, no, I picked my thing. I am steadfast. I'm holding on to what I've been called to do with white knuckled ferocity. I'm not letting go of this until God makes good on that promise for me. And you stay until. Wow. Oh my gosh. I think this is like my favorite episode so far. I've, I've learned so much and just thank you so, so much for, you know, just sharing your story and your message. And I will definitely be linking your website and all that good stuff in the show notes. Um, but last thing, where can our listeners connect with you? Yes. Uh, thank you, Miranda. This has been so fun for me too. You asked great questions. Number one, I have a podcast. Okay. It's called the Stephanie gas show. And I spell that S T E F A N I E. And then it's G A S S like Sam, Sam, that is a podcast for Christian entrepreneurs. Okay. So come on over there, whether you're just starting, whether you already have a business, tons of awesome value for you on the show, over 300 episodes of completely free content stephaniegass.com. I have the free workshop. I have lots of cool stuff you can learn about over there. And then I'm on Instagram at Stephanie Gas. Come say hi, tag Miranda and I, if this episode blessed you in some way. Awesome. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I can't wait for this show to air and everyone to listen to the amazing things that you had to say. You're so welcome. Thanks, Miranda. All right, you guys, that is it for today's episode. But before we go, I just want to remind you that you are made in God's image. There is no one else like you. You are one of a kind. And God gave you all these beautiful, special, unique gifts that it would be just a shame if you didn't use them in this one physical life that we get. You should use them to glorify God and to find your passion and enjoy the work that you do. So if you're just scared of failure or you're feeling any resistance, that's okay. That's totally normal. But this is your sign to go chase your dreams and to just do what God puts you on this earth to do. All right, you guys, I will see you next week. Thank you again for joining me. Oh,